Welcome to Younger and Older. This is Jason and Dave having a conversation at the studios at Silbert Ranch in the North Woods of Wisconsin. And we thank you for joining us once again. We like to have conversations that just provoke thought um, and how it relates to um, Scripture and how you can live it out in everyday life in your relationship with God. And so hopefully, um, if this is your first time joining us, I encourage you to go back and listen to previous episodes. You can find those in silbertranch.org or any streaming platform that you so choose, whether it be whatever podcasting website that you want to use. Um, but uh, really, we're here just to have normal conversations. Dave's an older guy. I'm a little bit younger than him, hence the title of the show. But really, we just want to have conversations and dialogue because we feel like that's something we don't do anymore. And I think it helps us just take something that seems overly complicated and make it simple again, the way that God intended it to be. And uh, so thanks for joining us as we have these conversations. Yes, appreciate uh, knowing that somebody's listening. Otherwise, we're talking to ourselves. Well, each other. Yeah, and that's fine. <laughs> but it's nice to know that somebody might be listening in. That's right. You know, uh, it's fun because we, nobody has the absolute answer in life about life except for God. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the most important things we can encourage anybody to do is just know God. And I, I keep thanking God that he made life simple. You yeah. didn't make it complicated. So today, if you're listening and you think life is complicated, and our program now today might get into some complicated things, it isn't complicated. Mm-hmm. It's simple. Open the Bible, read it, and listen to what God says. Yeah. If you do that, your Heavenly Father will take care of you. Don't worry about the rest of it. Mm-hmm. At least you know there's some absolute truth. There's a line somewhere. Yeah. And that truth is what you can live by. So once you get there, just don't compromise on what you know to be true. Mm-hmm. And uh, the trouble for most of us is is that we don't know it's true anymore. Uh, if you were with the last program, I was going through a economic, uh, the World Economic Forum annual meeting had some notes on the three most dangerous things that the world is facing. And the first that we talked about last program, and I encourage you to go back there and just listen to that if you haven't uh, heard that program yet. The first was misinformation and disinformation. And uh, we came to some conclusions. Um, 2 Timothy 3, 7, uh, that verse comes to mind when I think of that, those two terms are where it says always learning but never able to arrive at the truth. Truth. It seems like it just describes who we are today as a yeah. culture and a society. People that are always learning about something, but they still don't know the truth. Mm-hmm. So that's not actually a brand new problem. Mm-hmm. Satan has the father of lies. He's been lying throughout all history. He continues to lie. And if you don't know the truth, you can keep learning about things and never know the truth and still be, you know, in la-la land somewhere because you don't know what's going on anyway. So I encourage you to know the Bible and listen to it. The second thing that we didn't get to talk about was this. So I'll, I'll read it to you, Jason, and you get your response to all it. Right. Uh, to me, as an older guy, these all sound the same, by the way. Yeah. So I'm just going to read this to you. See if you can find a difference in it because the first one was disinformation, misinformation, and how they do that. And I guess that's general. Now, number two is adverse outcomes of AI technology. Hmm. Beyond the threat to democracy and social cohesion, the potential downsides of AI, another growing risk for the future of the Global Risk Report 2024. In the report's two-year time frame, AI-related risk ranks 29th in severity, but fast forward 10 years and the threat rises to number six in rankings 
as AI becomes embedded in every aspect of society. In addition to the spread of false information, risks include the mass loss of jobs, the weaponization of AI for military use, criminal use of AI to mount cyber attacks, and internet bias in AI systems being used by businesses and nation states. A further AI-related risk stems from a cautious approach to regulation, which has so far favored innovation over caution in the face of uncertainties about potential outcomes AI may produce. Graphic showcasing the risk of interconnections of technological power, adverse outcomes of AI, and concentration of technical power are interconnected risks. So that is their uh, assessment of problem number two. Your thoughts on that? You know, I think it, it it really builds on number one that we talked about uh, of mistruth or misin right misinformation, misinformation and disinformation. Di and disinformation. I'm not sure what the difference of those two words are, but um, I, it plays into it because now it's taking those two, put it, plugging it into AI to to really maximize it. Right. You know, and so now you take this this AI with whatever, whether it's through writing, through posting, through whatever form you're looking at AI, it's like putting it on steroids. Right. You know, so it's feeding the machine sugar. Right. You know, like if you have kids, you know, like I have three boys at home and I, I don't know about your kids, but I can tell when I give them candy or sugar, like it's just like. Give them Kool-Aid before bed. Right. You know, it's like that's not what you do, but that's what we're doing here. Right. You know, or, or to use a phrase from your generation, you know, it's like throwing gasoline on a fire. Right. That's that's essentially what AI is doing. And I think like in anything, Dave, you know, oftentimes we talk about. You know, there's good things and there's bad things. And, and, and just because you have something doesn't necessarily make it bad, but it's like how you use it or view it. And AI, you know, I would say that some people argue like the benefits and, and the streamlinedness and the, and the ways that can help. You know, like I think of medicine and how AI has helped medicine and right. all that sort of stuff. Or my thermostat. Or your thermostat. You know, I, different I like things like that, that. Actually, I like the fact that it goes up and down on its own. Yeah, makes me lazy by by the way, but right. I, I don't mind I'm, the fact. I'm sure all of us can come up with an example where AI, to an extent, um, has where we see benefits of it. Right. However, I would say you know we we can't let that go unchecked. Because, like you said, it could it could produce more laziness. You know, even in the report, it, you know, a loss of jobs. Absolutely. You know, because now we're trusting AI just to do something. I think of even in the realm of writing, you know, a lot of people, it's like, well, I'll just have it spit it out. I mean, I'm in charge of our, our, our marketing department here at camp, which is really just our online presence and, and making sure people see our dates and right. when to come and all that sort of stuff. But even in the, in the tools that we use, already we're seeing how they're trying to integrate AI to make us lazier. Right. And that's the way I view it. Why? Because I can have AI do the whole thing for me. Now, in some work environments, they're like, well, that's great. That means you're more efficient. Well, that's not my my necessary. Yes, I want to be efficient, but I also want our audience to know who we are through our lens, not by this machine that thinks, oh, this is how you think and this is how you should say it. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I think like anything else, a loss, it, when you quit using something, you lose it. Yeah. So w if I don't have to figure out how to use the thermostats at my house, you know, actually when I go up and I have to manually change them, mm -hmm. I have to think about it. Yeah. Never used to have to do that. Yeah. What What's happened is I've lost touch with 
that aspect of simplicity. Right. It, it, now, now it's just automatic for me. Yeah. Um, it, what's interesting is whether it be a muscle, whether it be your brain, the more you put that on hold, the more someone else, something else controls. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and it plays into the whole mistruth, misinformation, because it, it's so... I mean, it can go to the point where somebody can even manipulate it. So it's not even just about the laziness. Right. If I can get you to say a couple of words that are certain words and record it, AI then can have you say, yep. <laughs> I say you, but your voice say anything I want it to. Yeah. And, that's what, and I think that's what they're trying to get at here is it, AI is going to impact our world in a way that you won't even know what to believe anymore. Right. Or what you even see. I mean, we see images. We see... I mean, our generation, our our world today is so visual, right? You know, and it's it's rare. I mean, hopefully they read, but statistics show they they watch stuff more than they, they read. They watch and they listen. But even in the way that video and and video editing now, and even picture editing, like I could have, you know, even as as I sit here, Dave, I can have a picture with half of you in it. Right. Hit a button, and it'll populate in an entire image or video with you in it. That is that wasn't in existence before. You know, it's really freaky to me as an older guy. Is I, I look at that and I go, well, I can't trust anything. And that's the problem. I can't trust anything. So, right. So then I get skeptical and I live in a world where I don't trust anybody, anything, any picture. You can, you can come to me right now and say I can prove this and I'll go, I doubt it. Yeah. And so what's better, living in skepticism, believing everything, or trying to figure out how to decipher? Right. And I think that's where we're trying to engage in conversation is we have to be aware of the things that we're allowing to input our own viewpoint. Exactly. You know, as I go through this, I, I look at it and I say, you know, okay, they, they keep talking about how we should have regulations, whatever. And I think that's not helpful because the regulators need to be people who know truth. So it, if we don't know truth... If we're, we're asking regulators to regulate something who have no idea of absolute truth, mm -hmm. what are they regulating? Yeah. Where do they draw the line? Because then there is no line to draw. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we look at it. Everything has its potential, again, for good or bad. So sometimes a program like this, people get off and say, oh, AI is all bad. You know, when they developed atomic energy, mm -hmm. atomic energy can actually be used for something good. Yeah. It can also blow up people and destroy whole nations. Mm -hmm. So it depends, again, on the ethics and the values of the people who have that technology. Mm -hmm. And, you know, through the years, the great fear is that somebody who has no values, no ethics, does not know God, will control some of that technology, and that's where we are today in the world. Yeah. Therefore, there's a lot of fear in the world because of the fact that, you know, there's somebody out there that, that, that has no values and, and only thinks of themselves, that has control of some of those things. Yeah. Um, once again, what I'd like to do is go back in our lives and say, okay, so what can we do to not fall into the trap of, of losing um, what's important because of this technology? Mm -hmm. And uh, so I, I would go to someone your age and your kid's age and say, okay, what things do we know for sure? What things do we know for sure? Can we think about those things? Yeah. Let's start with the Bible. Let's start with the fact that uh, you're a living soul. Let's start with the fact, I mean, even in our day and age, you're a boy or you're a girl, depending on how God created you. So let's start with what we know mm -hmm. instead of making everything fuzzy about what we don't know. Mm -hmm. 
No, let's start with what we know and stick to it. Yeah. Let's look at each other, as we talked about in the last program, and talk to each other. Let's include each other in our lives. Let's, let's have real experiences together. Let's laugh together. Let's cry together. Let's do the things where we have community together and put those phones and those things away. Mm-hmm. I thought the other day, it, artificial intelligence can't touch me if I just turn everything off. Right. Well, why don't we get in that habit once in a while? Just Absolutely. turn it all off for a while. Yeah. And, and don't, don't use it for anything. Right. You know, or, or make sure you turn it off at times where you're trying to, to have some real conversations with somebody. Well, and I think, I, I think we, we've become very naive when it comes to artificial intelligence. Because on one hand, we say we want privacy. But then on the other hand, we want to say, hey, Siri. Right. Well, I hate to tell you it, but in order for Siri to hear you say, hey, Siri, it has to listen to everything you're saying. Right. That's just the nature of it. Right. And if you believe that 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 isn't going anywhere or they're not learning traits about you so that way they can market to you better, I would say that you need to be more aware of artificial intelligence in your life. And once again, I'm not saying that, that all AI is bad. I'm just saying what we're talking about in this program is 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 not just taking things at face value. You have to engage in thought and say, all right, if I accept this, I'm also accepting this, 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 and this. Right. And really challenging the way that we look at the world rather than just taking it all in as the way it's perceived and given to us. Right. And that's, that's where I think that's our responsibility as, as Jesus followers is to, is to, you know, even as scripture says, take every thought captive, Yep. you know, why? Because we have a standard. You know, God has given us truth, a standard to live by. And so we're called to take everything according to that standard because we know the truth. And so then how does everything line up with the truth? And what, sh- what should I allow to influence me? And what shouldn't I allow to influence me? Because there's some things that will help us live out that truth. And there's some things that will help us or, not, or discourage us, I should say, to, to not live that truth. Yeah. You know, and, and again, you're, you, have, you have three boys. They're growing up. This is going to be the norm for them. Oh, it's... It, the, well, the artificial yeah. intelligence, the, the internet information age, whatever it might be. Yeah. This is going to be their norm. Mm-hmm. So your job as a dad, your wife's job as a mom, mom and dad, they're with the kids, obviously, is to train them to know what the truth is so they have something to stand on in the middle of all this. Because if you can't know the truth, if, if, if there isn't a simplicity in the middle of all this complexity, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. You have to have a simplicity. So that's still why I like starting my day by saying, God, you're God, I'm Dave. Mm-hmm. To me, that's a simple statement that means something. Yeah. Now, the rest of the day, I can put in perspective. Mm-hmm. There's a God. He's in charge. If I ever start worrying about what's going on in the world, I forget where the, the verse is found, but our listeners can go find it. It says, you know, um, the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord, and like rivers of water, he moves it wherever he wishes. Mm-hmm. So I can go to God and say, God, they're not in charge, you are. And and I can leave it there. Yeah. Now, that's the simplicity part for me. Yeah. Now, I can leave it complicated, too, because when I look at what they've said here, I'm thinking they keep saying they need to have people that have regulations. Mm-hmm. Really? What people are going to do that? Right. And what are their standards? I, I, I don't trust that it's going to be regulated by a government safely. Mm-hmm. I don't trust any human being when it comes to regulating stuff like this. Yeah. I trust God. 
I trust that God can protect me. I trust that, listen, it's kind of like this. It, you know, uh, my wife has had cancer and gone through that. We understand that we go to doctors, we go to medicine, we, take particip- we participate in that. However, we trust God in the process. Right. And I think that's what you have to do. You, you can't know that this, this stuff exists and whatever it might be. I mean, you and I here at, at Silver Birch Ranch and Nicolay Bible Institute, we have weather apps on our phone. Mm-hmm. We like them. Yeah. Why? Because we're always planning something for the young people to be outside. We like to know what's coming up, at least about they're they're right about half the time. So about half the time we can That's figure that out. That's a generous statement. <laughs> yeah. Here I am thinking, all the artificial intelligence in the world, we still can't get an accurate weather report. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, no, you know why you can't? Because weather is not artificial. Right. It, it's real. It is So real. All, the, all the other intelligence is trying to read something real and tell you what it's going to do. And, and they say it's going to go here, and then it goes a little bit north or a little bit south or whatever it might be. And it's like, oops, close. Yeah. But we can't quite get it because our our artificial intelligence is still chasing intelligence, mm-hmm. you know, and intelligence wins. Um, so I would always go back to the simple here, uh, and I would not trust the fact that any government, anywhere, any company is going to say we're going to have regulators to make sure this is right. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that. Right. Uh, because once they start thinking about what they need to do for themselves, it's not going to work. Let me get into the third thing this report said is going to be – uh, trouble, and again, just from my viewpoint, all three of these sound the same. Okay, so, so let's hear it. Let's I'll, I'll read it to you, and you can tell me if you can figure Decipher out a difference, the difference because they they differentiated between these three. Okay, all right. The third danger is technological power concentration. Okay, AI is rapidly emerging as the most powerful technology humans have ever developed, with the myriad potential applications in civilian and military settings. The Global Risks Report 2024 raises concerns about the nature of how such a powerful and transformative technology is being developed, stating, the production of AI technologies is highly concentrated in a singular, globally integrated supply chain that favors a few companies and countries. This creates significant supply chain risks that may unfold over the coming decade. Among these risks are prioritization of national security interests and AI developing spiraling costs of production due to inflationary scramble for components, including minerals and semiconductors and anti-competitive practices to enhance profits. According to the report, the EU is already considering regulations to rein in the powers of digital gatekeepers to keep fair competition in the development of AI. There is little doubt that AI offers huge potential to enhance human experience in spheres as diverse as healthcare, education, employment, and entertainment. But as Global Risk Reports 2024 highlights, this emerging technology is creating new risks that if not managed carefully, could pose some of the biggest threats to humanity we'll ever face in the coming decades. Hmm. So, did I say anything different than we've already said? No, I think it's what I said when you brought point number two about AI. I think they all build on each other. You know, it's okay. like, all right, we know that people, you know, want to share, spread mistruth and mis- disinformation. And so now we have technology like AI that helps them do that. And what I think it's saying is now there's people that are developing that AI that's a smaller group of people that have essentially a monopoly on it 
and that's dangerous. Well, and, and there's young people who really understand this technology that can get into it. Yeah, oh yeah. And really use it for harmful things. And that's the thing is, is oftentimes when you look at people, people are selfish and have alternative motives that they want to manipulate a situation. And we know that because that's themselves. what the Bible says. Right. Exactly. So, so we set ourselves up for the truth again and say, okay, I cannot believe that artificial intelligence is, is going to be uh, pure and upright as it's developed. Yeah. I did not say that it can't be used for something good. If I'm trying to manipulate AI and try and make it acceptable so that I can use it for evil, one of the things I have to do is make it really good for something. Right. So Dave's thermostats are going to work great. Yeah. Right. Because he needs AI in the house. Once he gets those thermostats in there, um, I believe my thermostats in that program track where I'm at so it turns the heat up and down. Yeah, it knows when you're away, when yeah. you're home. So, okay. Oh, yeah. So I need Dave to like that and see it as harmless. Right. Once I get him there, I can track him. Yeah. Not and, only that, I mean, everybody carries around a tracker with them. That right. They're on all the time. It's their smartphone. Right. You know, if you think that you're just using it, please. There's a reason that if you say something or look at something, then a day later, they're trying to advertise to you about that Absolutely. Thing. Not a day later, a minute later. Well, yeah, whatever it is. And it doesn't matter if you have your microphone off or not. You know, if you if you do something, it's following you. Yeah. So imagine, like, that's what you know is following yeah. you. Imagine what you don't know right. they're listening to or watching you do or the habits that you have. You, you know, it's, it's interesting because the other day, you know I was looking for a hard drive for these podcast programs. To now you're getting on. ads all over the place. It, the minute I got off. Of yeah. the site I was looking at hard drives. I got an email about hard drive sales. There you go. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, that's clever. Yeah. So, somebody, somebody's in my computer. Oh yeah. And they're they're telling one person's tell. Yeah. You know, I don't know how that works. Yeah. The the bottom line really is there's there's two thoughts I have. I'll let you respond to it. Number one is, you know, personally, Dave Wade, you're speaking. Yeah. I could care less. My life is as boring as it gets. You want to track it? Have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, so in one way, I'm thinking, I have nothing to hide anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? I really don't have anything to hide. I really don't care in that sense for me personally right. or my wife. If if you're actually getting entertainment about following us around and know what we're doing, you have got to be bored sick Yeah. because we're both Swedish. Huh. You know, we get thrills out of being quiet and just doing things, you know, that aren't overly crazy. So I'm not sure. But on the other hand, what you said is, is more interesting to me is that they could take my picture or my voice and they can use it for something else. Mm-hmm. And it looks like I said something or did something that I didn't do or didn't say, and that could be pretty dangerous. Absolutely. So, you know, in one way I'm thinking, what do I care? My life is as boring as can be, and you'd be stupid to follow it as far as excitement. I, I'm not. No one's going to make a Hollywood movie out of my life because everyone would be gone by the first 15 minutes. However... You know, I can see how you can make it exciting by distorting everything I do. Mm. If that's your goal, is to make it exciting and, and distort things. And AI could do that. So I guess in one way, as an old guy, I'm thinking, I really don't care. And now on the other side, I'm going, I don't know. I never really thought of it that way where they could take and, and do things. Because, um, you know, I, I really, my favorite time of the day is not looking up stuff online. Although... You know, I, I like reading news and whatever, yeah. but it's mostly local newspapers or whatever 
Yeah. Uh, keeping up with that. But it's opening the Bible. Mm-hmm. I can still find truth there. There's this refreshment yeah. that takes place. Because as I read the Bible, I go, <sighs> you know, I can go back into Strong's Concordance, which is around way before all this, and I can see what the original words said. I can go to Wiest and read its translation about and that was before all the AI happened. And, yeah. And I can tell when AI got involved because there's some things that I, I see translated right now, and there's all kinds of mistakes in it because they had AI just copy it. Yeah. And put it in, in a form where you can get it on your, you know, for me, for on my iPad. You know, whatever it might be. And uh, But I find it interesting because it for me, uh, this has opened my eyes a little bit to, like, I don't see the danger for me personally because I'm I'm not doing anything. I really, In fact, I invite students all the time to look at my life. Yeah. Come see what we're doing. Join us and participate with us in life. So I don't find that a problem. Um, and I would even hope if somebody was AI in me, is that even a term? But if they were following me around, that they'd come to know Jesus somehow. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, that part I'm okay. But now I'm seeing the other danger part of it. Because mm-hmm. if you start to be somebody getting people to enjoy Jesus and that kind of thing, people who hate God and, and, and want to go after you could do that. Yeah. And, and and I would say that that in all of this, really the challenge I'd give to our listeners is anything that you allow to be a part of your life, whether it's technology, AI, you know, just think through like, all right, how is this impacting me? Right. You know, and and sometimes we accept it because it's it's easier and simple, but how does it impact you over time? You know, I think of the phone and how it's impacted us over time. Um sure there's benefits but man we're starting to see all the negative things about it you know and even think of say even air air buds you know when those when they first showed the first cordless earbuds we're like oh what's that going to be like and now you walk and nobody's unplugged right and and how has that impacted our life how does that impact our relationships how does that impact being present with each other and I think that's that's where we need to challenge some of these things is, yes, some of these innovations are great and fun and innovative at the start. But as you allow them into your life, do you allow too much of them into yeah. your life? You know, because too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. Yep. And I think that's what we need to be to be mindful of, because if it draws us away from the truth, if it draws us away and uh, and uh, we, you might reply like, no, I'm, I'm actually, you know, following God and all that. I'm like, well, yes, true. Dave and I are, too. But I can tell you there's times where technology distracts me more than it should. Absolutely. And it distorts, but I need to be mindful of and that. And it distorts truth. Absolutely. For example, I had a, a, a college girl, and we're not going to talk about it here, but she was saying, she was debating me in a way, saying that she has good relationships with people on social media. And she doesn't really ever see them. How does that work? I don't know. I kept trying to figure it out. However, she was she was downright determined to tell me, that those relationships are valid, that they're good. And, I, and and all I was warning her of was those can be manipulated. You know, people, you don't really see them. They could say what they want to say. She could and, be talking to you for I all know. she knows. It's very interesting to me that, that there's a group of young people that think I can trust my social media contacts. So I, yeah. I think um, you can go listen to the other program and this one, put them together, and hopefully there's some help there for you. Yeah, and, and really, hopefully it gets you thinking and, and – because I think that we have to be intentional in our world today. Otherwise, we just allow life to control the way that we function and allow, 
and and we're not really challenging it, but we're right. we're called to take every thought captive and to really think and pursue God and be devoted to Him. Unfortunately, that's all the time that we have on the show today. I encourage you to to rethink, re-listen, and uh, download the other podcast if you need to. Otherwise, you know, continue to to look at the way that you look at your life, and 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 in order for growth to happen, something has to change. So, is there something in your life that has to change? But for now, this is Jason and Dave here on Younger and Older. Take care. Bye bye.